All right. Commence to no talking. Yeah. It's just immediate silence. Uh-huh. Should we wait for D before we talk about... Uh, uh... Oh, there we go. I don't know if he got caught up on the homework. Uh, I mean, he posted three words in the group chat today that made me believe that he did do the homework. Okay. Or maybe it was last night. Yeah, I was just like an hour behind you guys. Um, okay. Finish it up. Okay. <clears throat> My kids don't put themselves to bed, so. Gotcha. So now we can start talking about how episode three of The Last of Us is like uh that's some emmy sauce right there yeah yeah seems a waste to do it so early when they could have are we live yeah yeah okay seems a waste to do it so early when they have all the awards already done for this cycle uh i mean it'll it can still count for the next award cycle right i thought you i thought you were going to say so early in the season i'm like well that's where that character appeared right no not that i'm just I thought that uh, a lot of times you get nice performances at the start of the year and they forget about them by the time the awards and nominations come around. I hope yeah. they don't forget about that one. They should. I, because uh, I, don't know. Like, I just remember from the game, it was uh, it was a kind of a fuck you kind of tongue in cheek subline of the story that. He was closeted or what until Ellie finds the magazine or what. You don't. It isn't really confirmed or what. Right. But they definitely took. Honestly, this bit that would not have worked in the game. No. And slam dunked it. Well, yeah, they were. They really told a, a fantastic story. Believable. And heartwarming. Uh, uh, I was reading an article today about it because I didn't actually play the game, um, and they I were basically either. saying that, like, yeah, I watched episodes, a walkthrough. <laughs> the first two episodes were just straight from the game. Yeah, the episode is in the game, but it's like when they say partner, they don't clarify what they mean, and like they don't really show the dude. They just show that, like, he's hung himself when they show up or something. Yeah, he's he's hung himself, and then they find a, uh, they find a note from Frank and says, uh, uh, I don't know if you'll ever find this because you're too chicken shit to come to this side of town. Um, but uh, I just wanted you to know that I always hated you, and... Then they find his body. He was bit and decided to hang himself. Oh, uh, okay. So and yeah, it's it's completely it, it's a it's a different story in the game. Well, but at the same time, like that wasn't the main character. They're not going to give a bunch of time to not no. characters' backstories unless that wasn't character. a character you controlled. That wasn't a character you honestly spent a lot of time with. Yes, it was really when they find him. It's the next thing is, you know, a cutscene where they talk and work out basically what the next 
mission is. And uh, then you go through that and then it's, you know, thanks. And, but I, I really appreciate the, the aversion from showing them in the room at the end. Yes. God, that was such a... That was such a Chad decision. It was. But it was it the was. right decision. Chad decision, not one that came up one point short. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. I approve. Um, but it's also good because, like they said, the first two episodes were ripped straight from the game, almost line for line on some of that. And, like, they need to be able to show the non-game people that, like, hey, we can also tell a good story. And they did that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a better hope for continuing on because the first few episodes, not bad, but like. It was a really good way to show the passage of time as well. Right. Talking about the world, talking about stuff. But like, I also, I I really like the premise. I enjoy the, um, that it's fungus. I enjoy like that thought process behind it, whether or not it could actually happen whatever but it's a better option than like oh there was a virus the tv interview at the beginning of the series uh wasn't part of the game uh but i it's kind of implied that's what it is basically climate change brought about this possibility right which i like i like throwing that in because like it's like oh it wouldn't happen but if the climate got warmer and then these things evolved to survive that yeah But, yeah, it isn't just uh, one result to these symptoms. I think, so there were two scenes in this episode that just, like, really brought everything kind of, like, into a sharp focus for the, the story they were telling. Okay. Uh, the first one is when Nick Offerman comes out of the shower. Okay, he's got the little towel. He's got the towel, and he, he like he is so like there is a genuineness to the the fear and uncertainty that he's portraying in that moment that that feels legitimate. Well, that and you know, Frank said, "Go take a shower." Right. Is he going to kill me while I'm in the shower and take all my shit? Is he going to leave? You know, there was a a huge amount of trust given there. Right. So there's that point. And then the second point, or or the second scene, was when they were uh, at the strawberry patch. Yes. That, That was another moment where it just felt... Those were points where there was a crack in Bill's armor. Yeah. 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 And he felt like he didn't feel like random prepper guy in this this love story. He felt like like there was a genuine tenderness in a in a genuine kind of uh opening to the character there that, you know, there was growth. I love that actor in that role. That's yeah. 
Was, uh, I also enjoyed the jokes earlier when he was like, doesn't seem like the guy that would know to pair a Beaujolais with a rabbit. And he's like, no, <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Such smart writing in that entire yeah. episode. Considering they didn't get to write anything really in the first two episodes. Yeah. There, I mean, yes, it was kind of straight from the comics, but there was like the scene where they're burning the bodies. That wasn't in a comic. It was pretty much uh, his kid gets shot and then he wakes up on the couch or the bed 20 years later and Tess comes in half beat up. That's kind of, so there was, there was a good bit of the first episode that basically they filled in the gap. They didn't just, you know, tell you about it after the fact they uh showed you the process i guess yeah i mean i am good with the way they've set it up i will watch the whole season like i'm sure they can come up with some other good stuff or good twist on what the game was so like it's already been renewed that episode it's already been renewed for a second season right but just seeing that episode makes me think like yeah, they can still make some good stories out of it because video game shows and movies are always real hit or miss depending on how much they think they need to show this is straight from the game versus taking liberties. And Yeah, the fans they, demand this. If they do two shots from their, you know, two shows from the game and then a show on their own that's tangential, then that's a good formula. Yeah. I mean, when you're 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 looking at two similar mediums because they're both visual mediums you know but right. you're also like even a even a long video game is not the same as a season right you know? Well, and they had a good breakdown of it when the article I was reading was basically saying, like, in the video game, you're worried about how do I do this? How do I do that? In the show, you can sit there and watch everything in the background. Whereas right. before, you were worried about, like, how do I reload this gun? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I, I switch to that new gun I just found? Right. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched, I, I think, a year ago. Uh I was at work and I just needed something to make noise in my ear and I found the a complete playthrough of uh, Last of Us and I'm like, oh, well I know Ashley uh, Johnson does the voice and you know, I know she won awards for this, so it sounds good, so I just listened to that and there was a lot of, you know the guy deviates from the direct path of the story to go over here and loot some things and makes a few, you know Molotov cocktails or some shivs or what, you know, the, the normal game stuff. And then, uh, but all the story points were, you know, there. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, interesting to watch that because a lot of Ellie's lines, it seems like are straight from the game. Like when she's walking in the woods, Oh, I've never walked in the woods. Yeah. I mean, it was funny with the truck at the end. She's like, oh, it's like a spaceship. He's like, it's like a shitty S10. 
Yeah, in the in the game, there was a, a she popped the clutch on the on the truck to get it started. So she had been in a car, but they're they're making her a lot more innocent than she was in the game. Yeah, it was like you were clearly in some kind of transport to get there. Like it's not, but I guess if you mean only military versus. Well, she only lived inside the quarantine zone. She was born inside the quarantine zone. Oh, was she? Okay. Yeah. If he's been in Boston for 20 years, or it's been 20 years since, you know, his kid was shot by that soldier. Right. Well, I knew uh, she was born after the, the breakout, but I didn't know yeah. where. Yeah, I think she was born either outside or, or in there. Her parents were killed and she was being raised by um, we're, the quote-unquote state. I think you can feel confident that we're going to see that at some point this season, her birth. Uh, because, the, the cause, well, we know the actress who plays the mother. We are oh, okay. familiar with. Uh, because the, that's the role Ashley Johnson's playing. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, Troy Baker was in the first episode. Who's that? He voices Joel in the game. Okay. Um, funny point. Uh, when they go to Bill and Frank's later and she finds the box of clothes, the shirt she puts on is actually the shirt that she's wearing throughout the whole game. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so far for a video game thing, like, they've done the best they could to set it up. For success. Yeah. The, I, the biggest dip, departure for me is hearing that actress's voice rather than Ashley Johnson's voice. <laughs> that's that's the thing that uh, is unfamiliar, honestly. Because <laughs> I always thought Ashley Joy... I, I can't get Ashley Johnson's face out of my head when I hear her voice. And when I see, you know, this playthrough and it's this little girl talking and I hear uh, Ashley Johnson say, motherfucker, you know, you know, I don't see the little girl. I see Ashley. Hmm. So to actually hear this girl talk and, and uh, it's 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 slowly becoming Ellie. But at, at first it was like uh, something doesn't mesh here. See, I guess that's one thing that makes me happy uh, that I haven't played the game. I have no preconceived anything about the story. I will say that, that the story has, uh, I don't want to say a number, but they, they, they lean on a few of the post-apocalyptic way the world works tropes. That's fine. But, you know, i.e. Raiders, i.e., you know, you know, people are the, uh, thing you need to worry about, not the monsters. I, I think mean, Joel even says it in this episode. Yeah. I think to a certain extent that's... Common sense. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of the way it would go. Yeah. First thing I mean, we feed on is ourself. 
if you think about it from just a you know purely purely practical sense now uh you know i i thought the line about uh dead people can't get infected was brutal and so true yeah it's something they never really said in uh walking dead but yeah and that's especially at the beginning yeah yeah i mean that's it it sounds heartless and it sounds brutal but you know if you're in if you're in a purely survival situation and anyone can become infected and risk everything like i'm not saying that i would do it but i understand why someone would mm -hmm. in the game wasn't the gas mask a bigger deal jeff uh you have to keep putting the gas back on because the spores are where where effectively how you would catch it I breathe it in don't know okay i thought you played it uh, not, but not a ton. Okay. So I, I'm going it to, seems I'm like, going to now. I just it, have not. It seems like something that they, uh, moved away from in the, in the series, it, probably because they don't want the actor act an actress to be wearing a mask the entire show. So they kind of removed that. So it's basically, it has to get into your bloodstream rather than you and they're ignoring the breathe it in, get it into your bloodstream. I mean, there's only so many series that I think one actor can sign up to be in where you just can't see their face. Yeah. 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 He's already he's already doing that show. He doesn't he doesn't need another one. And he's playing that character in another show. So yeah. And he also played that character in a movie back in twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Really? Yes. Who? Pedro Pascal. Uh, he was in a movie, uh, in in the early teen, in, in the early twenty teens, uh, mm -hmm. where he where he played the the gruff, uh, adult with a child. Huh. Lone wolf and cub kind of story. Yes. Which apparently I'll sign up for any uh, any any lone wolf and cub style story Pedro Pascal is going to be in. Yeah, he seems it seems to be his niche. Well, the nice thing is at least they can do some of the shooting without him if they're just wearing a mask the whole time. Hmm. He just gets to sign up for a bunch of these deals and then just show up for the maskless scenes for a week at a time. Well, as far as Mandalorian goes, uh, I don't think we're going to steam without his mask again. I think that's one of the plot lines of this season is him becoming worthy again, isn't it? Of the Death Watch or whatever it was. Uh, because, he took, because he did take his mask off. I... 
I they're I'm curious to see where they take this season. I yeah, speaking Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm kind of excited for them to delve into uh the Mandalorian lore a little bit. It seems like where from the previews I've seen that this would be my guess as far as the direction. Hopefully. I'd like uh, to see them canonize some things. I mean, it's a society built on martial prowess and adoption. Yeah. There's no such thing as a Mandalorian race. Even though most of them seem to be human. Or whatever Star Wars human is. Uh, anybody watch anything else? Um, did I watch anything else? Because I know Jeff wanted to talk about uh, the game. Oh, uh, no, because when I was going to watch something else, uh, the power went out. Oh, yeah. Fun. On Monday. Yeah. I watched uh, the work. So I actually watched something. Uh, it is the worst Jaws ripoff ever. Okay called Maneater. Okay. It, it, it stars, and that's, man, that's, that's being generous. Uh, Trace Adkins. Ooh, Jesus. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I was not prepared for that. Uh, he plays the, uh, the grizzled boat captain. <laughs> Uh, is it a bass boat? No, that it, would be fitting. It's not that far off. <laughs> like it is the uh, Hawaiian island hopper equivalent of a bass boat. Interesting. Um, it's whew. the entire premise of the show it, or of the movie is Jaws, essentially. Like if you just move Jaws to Hawaii, uh, turn the the teenage young adult victims, you know, that are just island hopping or uh, island living kids into tourists and replace the mayor with an inept sheriff. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've got, you've got Maneater. Uh, I can't remember. You're really, there is actually... you're really selling the magic on this one. I mean, okay, so it has a 3.1 on IMDb. Out of five or ten. 
10. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sounding like what you're talking about. Yeah. And those so, votes are only from the cast. Jeff, I feel like you would probably know this this actor because it looks like he's been in some DC TV shows. Okay. Uh, Shane West. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. Okay. Um, I'm sure he regrets being in it. Uh, Jeff Faye. Did the, did the check bounce? <laughs> Man, I hope not. Uh, Jeff Fahey, who played Job in uh, Lawnmower Man. I mean, he, he's been in other stuff. Yes, I know, but that's what I know him from. So that's, that's my point of reference. Uh, he is... Uh, <clears throat> He's, he's a weird Richard Dreyfus type college professor guy. Oh, wow. They, they didn't try to hide the job. No. Oh, no. There is no hiding that this is like a serious ripoff. It's, it's, uh, it's like Aragon and uh, A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's some not good. Uh, I would say if you're looking for something to watch when you... Um, don't watch this. <laughs> no, no. If, if you're looking for something to watch when you may you know, watch. Have, have had a few and you're looking to like really laugh at how bad uh, people can, can do at ripping something off, um, yeah, yeah, it's... it's it fits the bill. For sure. It probably would have been a lot better had I had a few. Well, hey, dry January's over. You can have a few now. We'll see. <laughs> I just, for some reason, the fucking, like, news channel that's always on in the background was doing like a daily like it's dry november and then decided to run like uh dry november's over today like we didn't know yeah and made it seem like it was a huge deal and it was like it's really hitting this hard for some weird reason yeah maybe it's the anheuser-busch sponsorship probably wouldn't surprise me Yeah. Uh, watch the first, I think it's five episodes of Poker Face. Is this a porn version of the uh, Lady Gaga story? No, it's uh, the girl from Russian Dolls. Not uh, Natasha Leone's new series. Okay. Uh, Ryan Johnson is involved as well. He is. Uh, it's Okay. I didn't think I, I didn't even finish the second season of Russian Doll. I, yeah. It just did not have the. It did not pull me in like the first season. Like it's a really cool premise, 
Um, I am kind of interested to see where it goes from here. She's like a human lie detector or something, right? Yes, she is a human lie detector. Uh, and she just kind of ends up on the road in a uh, uh, lie of the week kind of setup. Like the A-team, but a lie detector. Yes. There is a reason that she is on the road, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, the Her boss in the first episode is Adrian Brody. Okay. Apparently, Adrian Brody's father is going to be Ron Perlman. Interesting uh, choice. Because they have they have previewed that in the because they have similar body types and they look like they should be family. Right, right. <laughs> okay. The weird thing is, so she her boss ran a casino, runs a casino. His father gave him the casino. Hence poker face. Yes. Um say what you will about Adrian Brody and Ron Perlman not looking alike, they both have different but completely believable vibes that they would be uh, proprietors of a casino. Okay. You can't, you can't deny that. Well, I can't. I haven't seen it. No, I just put Adrian Brody in Eat New Jersey Mafia clothes. Okay. Flick his hair back. Yuck. He he looks like he could run a casino, right? Ron Perlman yeah. is just going to do whatever the fuck Ron Perlman wants to do. Yeah, and Ron, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy him while he does does it. Huh? Ron Perlman looks like that stereotypical Texas cowboy that would run a casino. He's like one eighth Cherokee, so he has an Indian casino, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Walking Tall, uh, the guy from Justified, the albino-looking dude, uh, claimed to be Indian and had a, uh, the one with the rock, the Walking Tall remake, I guess, claimed to have a Indian heritage, so he got a Indian casino. Neil I, McDonough. Yeah, that guy. Take your word for it. Took, took me a minute to get there. I was trying to figure out the albino part. You, you, you remember him from Justified. I, he, yes. He was, he was in there for a season. Yes. He was yeah. one of the best villains uh, in Adversaries. a TV show. He was fucking amazing. I love him as a villain. The few times he's been like the hero in a in a show or a movie or I've seen, it's just like no, that this is no, this is wrong. Who did this casting? Yeah, he would have been so much better. It's like Gary Oldman. Okay, he was he was a he was a okay serious black, but he needs to be a Death Eater. 
He needs to be a bad guy. It's fucking Gary Oldman. I mean, he plays a great Zerg. Yes. Zerg. And I don't remember the, the cop, the name of the character in uh, The Professional that he played. Oh, yeah. God, he was so good in that. Everyone! It, it's such a shame because looking back on that movie, it's really, really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, watch it with a, with a uh, hindsight kind of view after seeing it and know the story and watch it again. It's all kinds of fucked up. There is like... He just yeah. fucking murders a family. I I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> oh. I love I love that the focus was so completely disparate on on what you guys were concerned with. No, oh, okay. I know where Chad's going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the the weird semi romantic relationship between Leon and Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, that's that was weird up. as well. That's very weird. Well, I think it's helped that uh, Leon is uh, portrayed as a kind of a simple-minded person. He has a almost a a childlike innocence to him, even though he is a professional killer. I don't know if that makes it better. That helps. (laughs) He he just seemed like a kind of a. Sling Blade kind of character. Yeah, but if Sling Blade was doing it with a 12-year-old, you'd be a little concerned. Yeah, I'm not saying I I, I condone this. I'm just saying I wasn't ever personally worried during the movie that they was going to get it on. How's that? Okay. Seemed like you were taking the long way around condoning it, so I was just checking. No, just I didn't, I didn't see that that being the end of the road. How's that? Well, I'm glad one of us didn't. Because there there were a couple of times where I'm like, is this semi-autobiographical and by Roman Polanski? Because, ooh. That was Natalie Portman's first role, correct? It was. She's come a long way. Yes. Yes, she has come a long way. Long way? Yes. Long way. The wrong way? I hope not. All right. So is this where we start talking about the game? I I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Okay. Oh, uh, so said. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, it, it, there's there's a story that I've always refused to tell on the show. 
Not today. Uh, I mean, it it will probably not be today, but uh, uh, I I'm gonna come off of that, and and uh, I, I I will eventually because uh, once I'm help figuring out when the best time would be to tell it, uh, I will tell the Thanksgiving story. This past Thanksgiving? No, no. You remember the whitest trash? No, no. I, I, I was just okay. that was for the listener. So, yeah. The whitest trash. The whitest trashiest Thanksgiving ever. The most pristine of snowflake trash. Hey, man, I didn't think our Thanksgiving was that bad. I wasn't there. I mean, you were at the first one. I figured you might have been at that one. Yeah. I objected. I morally abstained. You would sit at the kid's corner? Yeah. I didn't think we should have to kill all the Indians. You didn't. Smallpox did. True. Where do you think they got the blankets from? Not doing the heavy lifting the American way. Well, that's coming back to bite us, considering we're the heavy now. Mm. I don't know. It did have an interesting fact that if China doesn't become the number one superpower by like 2050, their window will close. So it's got to wait them out. Well, they they're population is having the first uh decline or what the first decade that shows a decline in their pop population first year not even decade like this is the first year since oh, okay. like the 60s where there's been a year-over-year -year decline in population and all their policies to say like hey you can have more kids doesn't matter when you can't afford those kids and you have hey, to leave there's all to there's no women to give birth to them right so it's basically the same thing as america like hey if you want more kids you're gonna have to get we'll, some policies we'll, in place we'll pay pay your tax credit here's 50 bucks have a kid it's oh, not gonna fly that doesn't seem like that that seems like a bad deal yeah i mean it's like two grand which is okay in China money for like the first year, but it's not going to be great any year after that. Are they just hoping that you love it by then? Um, that might be the cutoff for orphanages. I don't know. There's usually a limit on when you can dump those kids off. Since they've stopped the import of foreign babies. Because that's the one thing we want to be American-made. Apparently, uh, a bit of an issue. But yeah, like a bunch of them are saying effectively, like, they're not going to have kids unless they can be guaranteed that they'll be able to leave the country at some point. And that's kind of the opposite of what they want. So yeah, just got to yeah. wait out. 
We're coming for you, China. Because we know how to play the long game. Do we? I don't know. It sounded good. I'll take your word for it that we know how to play the long game. Fine, but we do know how to play a game. Do we? We do. We do. Uh, and Even though it never feels like that. It, no, never. Uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse, the the their definitive edition, the the their remake revamp. Super glitter, a lot of foil. Yeah. Uh, I had backed the expansion on Kickstarter. Uh, I have in the as, last as you do as I do. Because uh, I back all sorts of weird shit on Kickstarter, and then it just randomly shows up two years later, and it's like, oh, it's a gift for me it, from the me in the past. It's it's the few times where I'm not like fuck future bookman. Because yes, I refer to myself by last name. It's a thing. So. The new expansion, uh, Rook City Renegades, uh, showed up last week, and the last update I'd gotten on that was that the uh, shipping containers had left the port. Okay. And that, uh, assuming everything was on schedule, they were hoping to start fulfillment uh, beginning of February. Cool deal. And then there was like nothing. Uh, I never got any kind of shipping notification. It just fucking showed up, which I'm fine with because it was just, it was a delightfully pleasant surprise. Uh, it introduces uh, six new heroes. Well, although I, I, they may have been heroes in the the old version of the game, but new to us. Um. Uh, like 11 new bosses or villains to go up against. Plus all the variants and the special versions of the bad guys. And then all the heroes have like three different versions. Couple have four. And there are new versions for six from the base game as well. So building in that additional variety. Okay. So I believe you are aware, but um, Sentinels of the Multiverse has a mobile game as well. I am aware. Okay. We just, I found out that we get Google Play Pass free from Verizon for our plan. And uh, I was like, oh, we'll see what they got. And that was like one of the first ones that popped up. I was like, oh, cool. Really? So I've lost horribly already. Is it pay? You have to pay for it, or if you the Google Play Pass gives it free, it's like a seven dollar, like six ninety nine. If you um, aren't part of the Play Pass, seven ninety nine for the game, not a monthly charge. Correct, six ninety nine for 
the game. I've already played a card game that I'm pretty deep into. I don't know if I have time for another. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's a once in a while thing just to see if like when we get together, oh, I need to try out that hero because that was fun type of thing. Oh, so it's just the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a weird version of the game. It is the game. Yeah. Okay. Like you flip up the boss, you they do the environment for you, and then you play all three hero decks. Wow. I think it'd be worth it just to see if we're playing something wrong because it's usually turn three when we realize, oh, we're doing this wrong. <laughs> we're doing this wrong. Uh, Ray, you're only supposed to have one card underneath that. Yeah. I mean, I think I might have. I don't know. I didn't do the settings. I just put random or start from whatever. And I don't think that I did the right thing. Because I just did pretty fucking quick. But it was like the Atlantis environment deck, which I don't know if that's part of the game or if that's harder or easier or whatever. But there was one, it was just like, nobody can play cards this round. And then I just died. Wow. Oh, yeah. That would suck. Yeah. Because the villain's still going to have villain abilities. And somehow, like, two of my three heroes were like, do damage to yourself to do damage to other people type of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I'm taking three, for them to take three, and they've got like seven guys on the board, not a winning proposition. Not so you control you control three different heroes. Yeah, it just rotates through the heroes. You make the actions. The environment deck runs itself. The hero or the villain deck runs itself. Huh. I have to check it out. Like I said, it's practice for in between, so that when we go and play, oh, absolutely, find something wrong, and also. I know if there's one or two decks that I like more than others. So, yeah, it was free. I'm still not entirely yeah. certain what I was expecting in that first game. Uh, I I picked I picked a, a hero whose name is Setback. And I don't know what I was expecting uh, because everything I did just felt painful. Did you play it again, though? Uh, no, I... The second game. Oh, I, that's right. You did the the old Patriot version. Uh, yeah, the second game I switched to expatriate and uh, was able to get my uh, American citizenry on and just have a shitload of guns. Yeah, that, uh, it it felt very Texas. I just switched heroes, like switched the hero version, but same one. I played the same thing both games. Yeah. So and, and, and the second time we played, I think I understood what I was supposed to do. There is that. Cards and not just collect them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm apparently supposed to play the cards and, and fill my hand. And Haka has a uh, discard X number of cards as a mechanic to some of his abilities, which he makes sense why. Cards in his hand, he didn't read them. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I really need to get healed. Oh, this one heals me. Cool. I'll just heal myself for 20 on my turn and do 16 to the boss. Cool. It helps when you read. I don't know. I learned that somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, though. So, so uh, Dylan, have you had a chance to start 
looking over the thing you were going to look over? Um, no, I found where it's located. That was as far as I got because yesterday, like that was on Monday where I found it. And then yesterday was entirely Last of Us. I didn't want to do both. That's fair. But I am going to get it pulled up now that I'm on my desktop for the next time I remember. We are awful quiet this evening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just waiting for the next uh, subject to be teed up. I mean, there's all kinds of things that I could talk about. I don't think anybody else is going to want to talk about them. Well, okay. Let's hear them all so we can ridicule you, and then we'll talk about them. Yeah. How dare you bring that up? Yeah. Uh, so, are are we all ready to say that maybe it's time for for a serious like inquisition into the way all of our leaders handle classified documents? Yeah, I mean, I'd uh, like to know how classified they were because. I get that there's some situations where they've probably overclassified things and some situations where, you know, shit just got thrown in a box, but like, I'd like to know, were these like sellable secrets or was this just something where, you know, it got tossed in the box with some other shit? Yeah, I, I'm just at a point where, I mean, we've got the, most recent former president, his vice president, um, the the sitting president, who has records from when he was vice president. Uh, like maybe maybe we just need to like, I don't know, not leave classified documents in the White House. Well, maybe Ever. we need. Someone who walks with these, to who keeps track of these. Yeah. Like who has them? Who's looking at them now? Did they return it? Uh, I don't know. And do we really think that Joe packed a box, put it in a car, drove it, put it in his garage? No. Well, okay. here's the thing. Like, the do we think do we think Trump did that? No, but they, they weren't a surprise. They knew they weren't there, and they've been negotiating for an entire year to get them back before they raided them. So every yes. time it's like, oh, why did, that, why did that, they get that, not somebody else? It's because we sent you a lot of letters, and eventually they showed up to collect. Yeah, that 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 is the difference we need, I think, needs focus on. Uh, I'm, I'm not debating that they're not, that, that the two things are the, the same or different, like, but... But in both instances, people ended up, well, in all three instances, people yeah, ended up with documents that they clearly should not have had. And we just, you know, they just had them. 
I'm just, you know, one time, it, it's kind of that whole, you know, fool me once, shame on me, or shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I gotta get fooled again. It's, it's three times now, at least. We have just... And I'm sure this happened in the past as well. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. every president is guilty of this. I mean, according to... And every uh, person who is on a eyes-only uh, list, I'm sure, yeah. is guilty of this at some point. I mean, you know, according to former President Obama, he does not have any. And while I, you know, would love to say, I love you, Barry, I, did, I, I believe you. Uh, let's have a look in the shit. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's, let's make sure, because goddamn. I mean, can we just do an audit? I mean, it doesn't even have to be FBI. It just has to be someone with clearance to do an audit. Yeah. Just and, go through. Uh, okay. Oh, this is fine. This is fine. Just like, oh, this is a letter to, yeah, Chairman Mao, or whatever you took from the archive. This right. Is. Like, we, we are, we are dropping the ball here. A lot. Yeah. I blame the steroids in our food. You blame what? The steroids in our food. Make us loopy. Gotcha. I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying not to be, like, super grumpy about the whole thing, but, man, it's hard to look at this and think, yeah, we're, we're doing this right. Problem is, they give them, like, you know, a limited amount of time to get everything cleared out, so it's effectively last minute, everybody just throwing shit in boxes. Sure. Oh, I'd like to know, was this like one of the first things packed or was this like they were just cleaning out drawers and throwing them in trap boxes at the end of the day and that's where they came from? Well, that that is also a case of somebody has to be at the switch at all times. You have like a ceremony on January 20th where nobody's at the switch and everybody's at a party and that's when they, you know, trade places. So. Yeah, I'm just yeah. uh, kind of I, mean, I mean, like, here's the thing. If it was malicious or if it was like they knew about it, he wouldn't give them back. It's one thing, but it seems like as soon as they found them, they were like, hey, guys, here's some documents. Come get them. And then they went. And, and, and knowing the news cycle, knowing what was being talked on, they could have easily just Crush that, uh, throw that in the fireplace. No, we didn't see it. Now, right, get rid of it. No, this is gonna this is gonna live in a news cycle for forever if we if, if we let this out. Fox will Fox will do cartwheels with this. Some of the stuff like the, um, I don't know, the national records people are aware of. And they're like, hey, we need this back. Hey, we need this back. But some of it is like, we're just throwing random shit in a box. So it's like a overdue library or uh, overdue library book. Uh, I mean, at some level, effectively. 
it's just a lot of stuff you didn't pack yourself and then you move and then you're setting shit up and it's like well we'll figure it out later right and they're probably just now opening those boxes where they set up the presidential library and that's how they found most and what of shelf we want this on what's it say uh missile locations or eastern europe lot oh <laughs> No, no, no! You got this wrong. We'll put, this put, secret, not a top secret. Put, put that on. Put that on a high shelf because it's top secret. Yeah. Just kind of disappointing, I guess. Um, that's pretty much the world in general. Oh, I want yeah, to be I, I don't think it's as big of a deal as some people think. Because I'm pretty sure if he was going to sell off our secrets that Trump would have already done it when he was in office. Sure. Because he thought he was immune. I'm pretty sure he had that relationship. He stood there in front of the press and said, oh, I asked him and he said no. So I, I believe him. He seems like a good guy. Maybe. No one can be that uh, bully worship and not say the wrong thing. Just bad dude. I remember when we used to talk about hookers on this podcast. Yeah? <laughs> Last week. Yeah. We did, I guess. They're still there. Still hooking. Next door is still a wild place. Is it next door? Across the street? Are you talking literally your house? Or are you no, talking... no, no. I'm t uh, the website. Is it next door? or? Yeah, I mean, that's the one that's just like Facebook for your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on there. Uh, I think they're serving the function of like, uh, what was it? Chat back page. Yeah, mm -hmm. that would make sense because you want local moms in your area, not where your VPN's at. Exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are they using some kind of code for stuff now, or is it just like a selling thing, or is it? Uh, no, it's it's like it's still the wild west over there. Mm. I mean, it's that way on Reddit. I mean, they just went through and cracked down in a bunch of. Uh, subreddits over the weekend that were just like not even trying to hide the the prostitution i guess it, like the weird part of it for me is if you want to buy or not buy i'm sorry if you want to find a partner for free 
no money changing hands, that's okay. No one, no one cares. But the minute you introduce some sort of transactional element to it, now people give a fuck. Well, it's just like that, uh, that's actually a hundred percent accurate, Chad. That's that's how that transaction works. It, it also, it, like in California, it's illegal to pay somebody for sex unless you pay someone else to film it. Right. Like then, then you're not paying for the sex. You're making a movie. Right. That's just so. It's so stupid to me. Well, America is uh, terrified of what's in everybody's pants and what they're doing with them. I mean, Genetically Modified Skeptic had a pretty good video. I just watched it this week. I don't know how old it is, where he talked about uh, stereotypes of religious people. And he brought up the fact that he was raised Baptist, which, well, fundamental Baptist, which was close-ish to what I grew up-ish, being uh, pretty heavy there. But You were only a couple it, steps away from snakes, right? Couple steps. Didn't have them in the church, but if we would have had a guest speaker on a Sunday that showed up with them, nobody really would have batted it enough. We we are, we we are, they are uh, closer to snakes and Westboro Baptist than than most other things. But Do you still know these people? I still know a lot of people that are part of that church. Well, those churches. Are they okay? Uh, <laughs> define okay, sir. Functional in society. Ooh, that's yeah that's what thought are we uh, functional in society ray i believe i am i i i don't hinder anyone else's use of society and i get along pretty well i pay my bills and go to work and take care of my own the 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 crux of the the stereotype that best fit the way I grew up was it's not about um it's actual sinning it's the yeah. thinking of sinning it it's the control <laughs> over it and making sure that sex is meant purely for procreation and that there is no enjoyment in carnal pleasure. Okay. Um, I don't want to disrespect anyone's parents, but uh, based on just a few stories one of us has told us about their parents, that's not true. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> uh I believe uh, you shared some details that's, that 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 wasn't the approach of some of your parents. Oh no! You see, you misunderstand. It's not a problem for them 
they're married. Okay. Whatever two consenting adults do in their own home when they're married, church don't care. Unless they're not a man and a woman. Well, yeah, yeah, as long as it's a tab A and slot B, yeah. Yeah, as long as it's tab A, slot B, um, and you're married, uh, have fun. Um, but it like that's the definition. There is no other definition. There is no uh, ability for someone else's opinion or someone else's way of enjoying life. Uh, that's that's not acceptable. And I'm sure that there are some people who take it to that nth degree of, you know, no, no, it's, it's missionary or go home. That would not surprise me in, in the slightest. If you um, go home, you're not a great missionary. True. Yeah. But it's one of those things that it, it boils down to if you're part of the church, it's okay if you fit that definition. As long as you're a square peg in a square hole. Yeah. But if you if you do it wrong, do it the way they... I, I, I guess in a nutshell, that's my entire problem with church in general. The invisible man in the sky, that's, that's, that's dismissible with, you know, whatever. But the idea that this group of people claiming to be the moral superior can try and tell me what is right or wrong for make, me. Make no mistake, they want a theocracy. Oh, I, yeah. But Sharia law is evil. Well, that's because it's not Levitical law. Well, it's the same fucking principle. But it's not. Yeah, you live by this book and anyone outside of it is punishable by stoning. Right, but it's it's not Levitical law. Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. your favorite ice cream flavor is, whatever, it's the same principle. To, to you, to me, yes, we see it that way. To them, they don't see it that way. It's... You know, we see it as, as you said, flavors of ice cream. They see it as uh, ice cream or a baseball bat covered in razor wire. Okay. So there, their church belongs to Negan. Uh, he would probably fit in really good as a missionary. Sadly. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. I could, Absol I absolutely. Could, I can see that. Yeah, I just I just don't uh care uh, for anyone. 
telling me how to ride my bicycle. How very libertarian of you, sir. Yeah, fucking don't tread on me, America. Yeah, I, I, don't tell me, hey, hey, and I don't give a shit how he rides his bicycle. Oh, see, that's no, no, that 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 that's it. I don't care as long as your bicycle doesn't crash over my my bicycle. Yeah, you can no. ride it whatever way you want. No. See, that's that's the way we we think, but to them, I know, uh, you, I know. you're you're riding it wrong. So. You're I'll right. See you, I'll oh. see you when we get there. They all go to the same spot. Nope. A hole in the ground. Uh, well, that's not technically true. Well. Because last time I checked, my dining room is not a hole in the ground. Well, that's, it's a figure of speech, sir. I know. They're not, they're not big on figures of speech because they, they have gray areas. That can be interpreted the yes. wrong way. Correct. But ironically, they did die and then were burned. That's correct. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you you see that. And that's also why uh, there are some denominations that uh, frown on cremation. Because you are you are incinerating your body. There's nothing there for the rapture. You have already committed yourself to the fires of hell. All right. I mean, it's the same thing. Where like you know, I've got tattoos and all this other stuff. So yeah. Uh, you know, as long as you're talking to me about it while you're wearing. Uh, single fabrics and you don't need eat fish or pork or you don't have yeah, those, those are all rough guidelines the other stuff that we don't agree with that's the stuff that's uh-huh 100 yeah. non-negotiable right even though they are 100 like not even in different chapters of the same book of the bible um verses apart like if one of them is like Leviticus, I don't know, 10, 13, the other one will be like Leviticus 10, 16. Those are completely arbitrary. And I don't know if those are actually real verses. Don't come at me in the comics mother comments because I will then go look them up. But yeah. Don't make me touch that book. Yeah. Don't force him to do work. How dare you? No, I, I burn his fingers. But that's really the thing. Like, I'm not quite sure what would happen if I touched a Bible. I don't really want to find out. I know what happened. Not pick up a book. That's not really a book. It's a collection of books. Believe me, I can't think of anyone on that that wishes more that there was magic in in the world. Uh, that that I, I every day. That would be cool. Yeah. But at the same at the same time, I know it doesn't exist. <sighs> that's just fairy tales, sadly. Yeah. 
Oh, and then there's all that logic where even if it did exist and there was a god at one point, it doesn't mean he didn't just make it and move on. Like, doesn't mean he stuck around and gave a shit. So yeah, yeah. You know, not to mention the thousands of other options for gods there have been over the years. So yeah, I did. Uh, there, there's a comic I see show up on Facebook from time to time. Uh, the Pope speaking to aliens after first contact. Uh, and the Pope says, or is talking to them and realizes that the aliens know who Jesus Christ is. And they are always excited for him to come around uh, because he has the best candy or chocolate. Or, I don't remember. He has the best something sweet. And uh, the Pope looks confused. And the aliens respond with, oh, it's been 2,000 years since, since he's been back? What'd you do wrong? Mm -hmm. Nice. I always enjoy that. That's very much a uh, uh, the day the earth stood still kind of thing. We're here to yeah. help you with your little wars. Yep. What? What do you mean? Oh, cool. We'll stop all war. No, no, you misunderstand. Yes. There's there's been a misunderstanding in what we meant. Yeah. <sighs> I, 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 the the biggest problem with religion is how it empowers people. Especially lately, especially in the recent, you know, decade here, mm -hmm. past 30, 40 years, maybe, uh, is how it empowers people to command other people to do some horrific things or just be total shits to people they don't know. Yep. Yeah, the problem I have is that people just keep getting stupider, so there will never be a rock bottom for them to go, oh, hey, everybody's lying to us. Yeah, they keep and digging the hole deeper. You know, stop doing that. They're just going to continue to believe it until they've died off, and then what's left? Like, And then their kids take up the mantle. Right. Because every time you're like, oh, wow, if this group just dies off, then maybe we'll be doing better. And it's like... No, it's just enough of those people realize, hey, this is a pretty good grift. We should probably keep it going. Well, it's just like uh, Ireland was, was at one point, you know, one of the most religious Catholic uh, uh, countries in Europe. And then the all this stuff with the Catholic Church and uh, child abuse scandals comes out. And now, generation later, uh, they're young people there, uh, people going, uh, entering adulthood are moving away from the church now. There's less and less people. Good. Find yeah, it, find it, find it, find it the, uh, the absolute guideline that, that they once thought. It should be. Just left in the fucking 
dust of history. Mm -hmm. You only need one commandment. Don't be a dick. True. That's that's mind your own mind your own shit. Don't be a dick. Yeah, that works. We'll be back next week, everybody.